and welcome. Fee-fa-fo-fum. I smell the blood of an English woman. <laughs> woman! So welcome to episode 71 of A Fresh Perspective on Business with Alora and an Emily Leyland. <laughs> what are you calling it? Alora. Alora. Alora Carmen Luna. Marisol. So this episode is called <laughs> Girl Bosses because that's exactly what we are now. It's only going to be a short one because we're cramming in because we've not organised ourselves correctly. For a change. For a change. Um, but I suppose I got the idea because I w- did what I wanted to call it, Diary of a CEO, and then I thought that's plagiarism. Oh, you'll have something to say about that. <laughs> I mean, we are small fry. What was it? Oh, I was trying to find secret. Is it secret diary of a call girl? Oh, so we could call it Piper. Se- so we could call it secret diary. <laughs> Of girl bosses. <laughs> that, yeah, were you looking at that because I wanted to name Secret my child Billy? Secret boss girl. And a boss girl, yeah. But this was, it prompted me to talk about like women in business and what it's like running a business, what our work-life work. balance is, <laughs> <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So, But we have only got 15 minutes. We just have to talk really fast like this. Yeah, and then you won't be able to hear anything on it. Oh, my God. Pointless. When I, have, you, did you, have you ever listened to one of mine or mum's voice tags on a 1.5 speed? It's so funny. When I was at the hairdresser, I think I'd done it by accident. Oh, yeah, because you can change the speed now, can't yeah. you? And you're just like... We already talked fast. Oh, it was so funny. You need to just listen to back to one of mine and mum's oh, tags. Oh, I will do. If it's, gonna, if it's gonna make me laugh, I'll definitely do it. Definitely it. will. But yeah, I mean, when we think of the diary of a CEO, like, as we just, we've just recruited a manager and then we've been trying to think how we can relay what we do in a day, in a week, in a month, whatever, onto that person. And when we've, we've used Trello, which has been quite helpful, hasn't it? Because it's helped us to kind of shove it all down and look at it. But there's so much more to it than that. Like that, what's he called? The guy from Social Chain? Stephen. Stephen, Stephen B. Yeah, so he was, I mean, his is, that's what it's called. Obviously, he doesn't just talk about it himself. Um, he does interview other people. <laughs> He's interviewed Molly May recently. Biggest influencer, apparently. She's oh. the most influential Is she influencer. Really? Who is she influencing? Well, I think a lot of people. Oh. Poor things. Poor <laughs> What's the word? Very... Oh, I don't know. Mm. But at least she's not, like, five stone. This is true. Which is good. Um, you know, she's... I mean, she's really thin, don't get me wrong, but at least she's not, like, really, 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 really thin... Um, which I just think is a little bit better. Like if I was gonna, if I'd rather, if my little girl was looking at Molly May in comparison to someone else, I'd probably be like, oh, look at this person because she looks like she does eat every now and then, which, which is, is nice. A positive. Which is a positive. What yeah. kind of things does she influence? I don't know because I don't look at it and I haven't listened to that episode. I just saw mm. it on LinkedIn somewhere. Right, I might listen to it. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I think it would. Yeah, because she means she came across all right on on Love Island. That was that when we were still watching it, but I mean. I mean, it's a job. Do you know? I've read a book, which oh I need God, to pass on to you. One book. I read a lot of books. <laughs> how dare you? But I, I, I forgot to send it to you. But the book is called. I didn't read it. It's on Audible. People like her, and it's all about. Um, it's fiction. So it's not like documentary style or anything, but it's about a woman who is an influencer in, but in the mum world, or she's called Mama Bear or something like that, and it's about her life as an influencer, um, and then it all goes really horribly wrong. It's, it becomes like a thriller, but it's really, really good, and it does give you an insight into what it's like and I suppose how busy they are, and whether it's true or not. I mean, I'm assuming this person's got their facts and stuff and fact checked it before putting this book together, um, and how it impacts on her kids and stuff, and that her kids have become these stars, and I don't know. So I do think it's because it's a, they're running the own business aren't they ultimately mm. oh, yeah. an agent and everything so <clears throat> probably would be quite interested you know she'll she'll be the ceo of her 
influential empire, won't Woo. she? Oh, no, I'll definitely listen to it. I'm not throwing shade at her. No. I'm genuinely interested in... Because, obviously, a lot of influencers on Instagram are promoting beauty products. Yeah. They don't necessarily believe it. They're just paid to promote them on Absolutely. Their, to their followers. So I'd be genuinely interested to listen to her, actually. Yeah. How advertising's changed? Because, obviously, we just used to have products on the telly, didn't we? And the advert would be there. And the person would be being paid to act in that certain way. Whereas now it's shifted yeah. to social media and these people are being paid to do exactly the same thing to fake it and pretend but in the comfort of their own home it's weird isn't it how you think how advertising like reality <clears throat> yeah. reality advertising yeah. in a way, isn't, it? isn't it weird but yeah like I just thought it'd be a nice little episode to do about what it's like to be a woman running a business and we don't know what it's like to be a man running a business but I think it'd be easier <laughs> I was just well I wasn't going to say easier because I don't we don't know but I would imagine <laughs> we be, don't have any evidence to back up that mm-mm. claim um, I would imagine it would be a lot different. In what way? <laughs> Sorry. I imagine that... She's not prepared. Scribble, scribble. I don't I don't know this for definite, so don't, like, you know, lynch me or throw rocks at me. But we get no a lot of... No one can of, get you in here. Right, we're safe. Okay. Well, I hope so. But I, we get a lot of... Um, sh- shade thrown at us from men um we get questioned we get pushed we get um called names we get diminished because of how we look what we dress um what we don't look like how we don't dress um for being strong for being to the point for standing up for what you want for um being assertive and being strong and not being bullied we get called um harsh bitches shrill yeah and it's like you wouldn't say, I mean, I'm not, I don't think, my opinion is that yeah, you remember, wouldn't Yeah, remember, start the sentences with I. I. I don't think, <laughs> my opinion, my only, my personal opinion is that, that you wouldn't do this to guys. Mm. Men are strong. If a man pushes back and, uh, in my experience, if a man pushes back and makes decisions that are assertive and bold, th- those are the words, he's assertive, he's bold, he's strong, he's decisive, but a woman is a bitch. Full stop, mic drop, but, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, drop, no, it boom. is. And I, I think we've been talking about this for a long time. And Sorry, I feel quite was, strongly about this. Who knew? No, but it's really good. That it's good that you feel strongly about it because I remember, who was it recently? It was like, oh, it's all about women in business. It's all about women in tech. It's all about um, the... Um, national whatever day and that kind of thing and I was like right well that's because we've been part of the out groups if you look at it from like a sociology point of view like middle class white males were part of the in group and then everyone else was part of the out group so that would include women ethnic minorities you know that kind of thing um and and I do and that was obviously a long time ago like when I was in college we were studying that sort of thing but and, and the world has moved on obviously we're doing a lot more for women but then men push back so much about that and they don't like that yeah but obviously are they not the men that are seeing because I we believe don't we like a lot of the stuff you see in yourself and it's really annoying when you when you start looking at this that you it's because you see whatever you see in others is usually what you see in yourself so if you see laziness in other people all the time it's probably because you may be a little bit lazy or you're really bothered about not being lazy it's usually some kind of projection isn't it Mm. and so are these men is it because they are sexist or prejudiced or whatever and that's why they've got such a problem with it because I do believe we should celebrate men like absolutely there are so many amazing men but there are so many men who are so scary and use their physical appearance and domineering nature in order to bully people who aren't as 
I, I want, I want yeah. a match for them. And it's like, you know, you, there's a lot of men that support International Women's Day, for example, but there's equally as many, if not more, that don't agree with it and think that why should there be an International Women's Day? But International Women's Day is just a female version of, like, pride. Yeah. It's a, it's a day or a period of time to celebrate people within a certain group. And they're usually, like you say, they, they're out groups. and Because um, every other day is... Just normal day in the life of the people in the in group. Yeah. Oh, but no, being a, a, recently, we've come we've come under a, a bit of an attack um, by some people, and uh, one person in particular who is a guy, uh, middle aged white guy, and oh, <laughs> is he? <laughs> and uh, he doesn't agree with something that we've done, and he is relentless in his pursue p- um, pursuit of of what he thinks to be right. And and I, I absolutely 100% think that he would not be treating us the way he is if we were guys. He wouldn't be sending us threatening intimidating emails. He wouldn't be slagging us off online. He wouldn't be reporting all of our social media profiles. Or if he would, he wouldn't be doing it as out and proud as he is because he wants to know that he's doing it. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. He's basically just taking a piss on it. Yeah, he's trying to leave awful reviews all over the show, literally trying to take down our business online just because he doesn't be- agree with the situation that actually doesn't concern him it just concerns mm. someone that he knows oh my goodness absolutely and I don't think he would treat us um, how he is in, in this bullying and, and aggressive way if we were men yeah absolutely because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing to have a C-section and you know as controversial as that is like literally the woman at the chiropractor um, the reception is like because I, I don't know why I've got, I feel this need to defend myself so people often ask I, when do yeah. you do it and I'll go oh, 18th of Jan but she'll be here on the 11th. I think she's just on the 11th. I know, I know. And then I'm like, why have I said that? But then I'm like, I know why I've said it. I'm projecting because it's annoying that it's not all right. Why would you do that? Like, it's going to be awful. You're going to be, you're going to be completely bed bed. You're not going to be able to drive. You're going to have no independence. All this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't, also don't want to um, have the potential trauma of giving birth because I just don't think my mental health will be able to cope with that. So I've made this decision, and I'm cool and with that's that decision. A strong decision, absolutely. To make the decision, like, it's not an easy way out having a C-section. Oh it's just my different. god, definitely um, not. Like obviously, it's still an you know a big massive situation that you're going to have to put go through, and so it, you've made it strong and courageous and brave for you to make that decision and stand out, put yourself up for judgment and criticism, which is ridiculous. Oh, so ma- so much of it's from guys as well, but you have to have um, an appointment with the surgeon or I don't know the the, the team, and um, and my midwife was like they'll try and put you off. And so we got there, and, and obviously it's a guy, um, white, <laughs> middle-aged. middle-aged. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm sensing not that, a theme. Not that we hate these, not that we hate these. Our dad and stepdad are both white and middle-aged. And they are wonderful and would never be judgmental. No, definitely not. We had, this, aggressive. we had this meeting, and uh, and I've been to a midwife appointments on my own. Very sad. But that's because Tom were self-employed, and it just... Yeah, it just, there's just no point, it's fine. But I knew that I'd have to go to this surgeon appointment and I knew it would be a guy and so I thought, I have to take Tom. And the reason I took Tom is because he's massively diplomatic, really, really calm and massively supportive in that situation. But the surgeon was so judgmental and he was quite harsh with me um, about my decision and also because I've not had the COVID jab as well. Honestly, I am just a rebel, <laughs> real, real rebel. <laughs> 
but what I thought was interesting, after that he had to touch me um, and press on my belly and he didn't ask for my consent once and he was quite aggressive with me because he was irritated by me. And I just thought, oh my God, like, what, I, what, I don't know what I would have been. If Tom wasn't there in this situation, what would he have been like? And it's that kind of thing that like, I am physically weaker than this guy. I'm obviously know much less about what he's talking yeah, you're about. You're not doing what he wants you to do and so he's annoyed. Yeah. And I'm quite a strong And they should be woman. diplomatic and they should be neutral. Yeah, they should oh, absolutely, absolutely In their position, should not put their... Uh, but their, it's these people their, are in a position of and power. And it's not their opinion, is it? Because obviously they need to give the right medical advice, but they shouldn't cloud that with their own personal opinion opinion on yeah. what should be done it should just be factual absolutely about these are the situations these are the pros and cons for each one pick yeah but um, it isn't it isn't like that no. and i think what worries me about that situation i suppose why it ties in with this is the amount of women who because i kind of looked into the research about birth and all these women who are putting themselves in these situations were well, not putting themselves but obviously giving birth and a lot of them have have been touched and mauled and messed with and cut and abused and um, with absolutely no consent warning or whatever and i just think if you know i I'm quite a strong female and I think if someone went in there who's more passive, like, what would he have been like? He probably would have persuaded him. And mm. I just think it's that kind of thing, isn't it? It's that that shift of power and I do believe that women are still adopting the more sort of passive sex and, and there's nothing wrong with us being calmer and nurturing and supportive because obviously that is what women, you know, we are the primary people who are creating Which the next should generation. Make us powerful. Oh my Not god, it does like, as well though, doesn't yeah, it? But it shouldn't we shouldn't just be seeing like maybe this is a subconscious thing that's been passed through generations of guys that we to keep us at bay and not let us realise our true power that we are literally populating the world and so they've maybe that that's why we're pushed mm. into these positions well if you look at the witch hunts and all those kind of things I mean that the, the sort of theory behind that is based on that like they, they didn't necessarily have any evidence to suggest that these women were witches but they were like they are powerful creatures these mystical beings so we need to slaughter them and they oh. were literally just killed they were hung and and it was like the, you know one of the biggest sort of massacres of, of the time and it's like all because men were threatened by women. And it's just nuts, isn't it? So it's 10 past 11. Oh, we've, we've got maybe a couple of minutes. I know. But yeah, it's, it is tough being a girl boss because you are... I just think it's harder. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure, isn't there? Yeah. And I feel like if you didn't... I don't know, there's this pressure to look good as well as a girl boss. I feel like there's pressure to... You've got a, I don't know, I've have a mask on and, and be attractive because if you're not, you've got like, are they still gonna are they still gonna wanna work with me and they're still gonna want this? Like I feel like there's a that bit of pressure as well, which is horrible. That's absolutely horrible, but I can't imagine I'm on my own in thinking that. Yeah, and then like you put a thought provoking post out, and then a guy tells that you look pretty. I'm yeah, like, well, what about what I said? Yeah, why is it always? I don't think I would say that. I mean, a couple of guys that when they put a post out and they've been all dressed up, going somewhere like, oh my god, you, you look, look really sharp. Or yeah, whatever. I'm yeah. like, wow, you scrub up well. But I would also comment on if if they put something thought provoking and personal in, in what they're saying, I would respond to it. Wouldn't you're just not say, blindsided by their beauty, are you? No, yeah. no. I mean, it catches my eye, but it doesn't take over. Yeah, <laughs> not the most you can thing. you can calm yourself down, I can't can you? You can stay down. in your box. I can stay on topic. <laughs> you're not going to go and stalk them from a meter's distance, are you? <laughs> but no, it's been it has been amazing. We've been on such a long journey, and we'll definitely we could do like part two of this episode because I think it's it there's a be lot rushed. more. It shouldn't be rushed. Yeah. Maybe we'll do part two after Christmas because next week is Christmas Eve, um, which is quite insane. Um, as, yeah, we're on like, yeah, the 17th of December. Jeepers creepers. Isn't, isn't next week Christmas Eve? Is it meant to be? Yeah. <laughs> what? 24th of December? Yeah. always meant to be Christmas Eve, Emily. 
But yeah, we'll talk a bit more about how easy, how easy or hard it was to set up and the good bits versus the bad. Um, would we ever go back to being self-employed? I don't and, think um, I'm employable. <laughs> there's your answer. That's it. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> but yeah, let's wrap it up and then we're not rushing it. But we will definitely do girl boss. Hashtag two. <laughs> and if you're a girl boss and you want to put forth your opinions, we can talk about them on the podcast. Um, or you just want to have a chat. Then get because we've done this for like over five years now. It'll be six year next year. We probably do know some stuff. We know we do know some stuff. Oh yeah, we know, we know some things some stuff. and shit, you know. <laughs> but yeah, you can catch us. At, go to the website. You'll get our email addresses or find us on LinkedIn. Uh, Laura Leyland, Emily Leyland. If you want, if you're a girl boss and you want to um, chew, chew the fat, then oh, yeah. uh, get in touch. Yeah, Laura's gonna. Also, follow us and leave thing, yeah. Follow us and leave everything. Oh, a review, yeah. I don't know if we've got any yet. We need to speak to Robin about this, don't we? Because if we've not, then screw you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.